Welcome to Sports Talk Zone, where sports is live. I'm your host, Renard, and my person with Mikael Hutchinson. And today's episode is sponsored by Brina Boutique. All your fitness apparel and workout accessories shop Brina Boutique. You can find them on Instagram at Brina underscore Boutique 876. And today, we'll be starting off our show with cricket, and we'll be looking at the Caribbean Premier League, commonly known as the CPL. So far, there have been 16 matches played, and let's take a look at the points table. Sitting on top, we have St. Kitts and Nevis. They have played six games, won five, lost one and they're sitting on 10 points. St. Lucia Kings played 5 games, won 3, lost 2 and they're on 6 points. Guyana Amazon Warriors played 6 games, won 3, lost 3 and they're on 6 points. Jamaica Talawas played 4 games, won 2, lost 2, sitting on 4 points. Trinibago Knight Riders played 5 games, won 2, lost 3, sitting on 4 points. And Barbados Royal sitting on, had played 6 games, won 1 game, lost 5, sitting on 2 points. So Ranaja, what's your take on the tournament so far? So far, tournament is a very good tournament so far. Very disappointed with the Knight Riders and Barbados Royals. Being that the Knight Riders are the defending champions, I was expecting a better performance by them this year. A very tag team we must say. The Knight Riders probably the team that have most representative for the West Indies team if I'm not wrong. And they are currently sitting in fifth place mm-hmm. and possibly if they don't get it together might miss out on the playoffs. Very surprised also by Barbados performance. Just winning one game from six. That, that is unacceptable. With the former one day and T20 captain Jason Older himself here in the ship. We can safely say they they might be out of the playoff. And that would be a big surprise coming that they have Shy Hope, Jason Holder, Jansen Charles, a lot of players that who play for the West uh, Indies. Exactly. They also have O'Shea Thomas, which a lot of people deem as one of the upcoming and future West Indies cricket. They also got Glenn Phillips, who came over from the Talawas, which was the Talawas leading run getter last year. So, in my opinion, Barbados have a fairly decent team to be in the mix. So, I'm very surprised that's why they are so low on the table. But we must commend NKIT for proving us right that they are the best team so far in the competition. I see you were you were also eating on my opinion about the Guyana Amazon Warriors and they are not doing so bad. They are in the mix also. They are currently third. Out of the six games they have won three. The universe boss playing for the St. Kitts Patriots. How has his performance been so far? He did underwhelming. <laughs> underwhelming to be honest. Underwhelming to be honest. But he is the universe boss and you never know when you might get a universe boss performance when needed. But we have to give our hats off to St. Kitts Nevis Patriots going well so far but we know this competition how it is because you can be playing very well and when you reach one minute yeah the knockout yeah, stages it's, it's a whole different over. ball game yeah it's T20 you have such a small window for mistakes so what we should do also is give some credit to St. Lucia King who mm-hmm. thought this team would have been in this position after being the beating stick for years on top of years in the competition they have gotten their act together and, and now seem to be a force to reckon with must give them credit for that that is true uh captain made a hundred today yes duplicity yeah. uh brilliant knock 120 the second highest 
in the CPL behind Brandon King. Exactly. And boy, did he put the beat in on the, the Patriot. All the bowlers went for double-digit run rate. It was quite a match today. Yeah. Um, and Rastan Chase was also impressive in that game. Must also give him credit for that game also. And I didn't know Rastan Chase had that caliber of talent in terms of the T20 format, that aggressive nature. I've always known him as a more person who holds up the middle, you know, takes his time, get his run. Didn't know he had this aggressive nature within him. Maybe we can try to look him to bring him in at the T20 for the World Cup. Well, I'm thinking I try you you bring him in the T20 World Cup to find a way to get Gale or something. That's the reason. <laughs> oh, just saying he was impressive today. And as we say that, let's look at some of the top performers so far in the tournament. So the top run scorer so far is Evan Lewis with 229 runs, and followed by see Rustin Chase with 190 runs. Also in third place we have Chef. Rothersford with 188 runs. The most wickets so far we have Ravi Rampa with 13 wickets, Romario Shepard with 11 wickets, and Miguel Pistorius with 10 wickets. As you see, two of the St. Kitts Patriots players are in the Batman. top. Yes. Top three with the runs getting yeah. so I would say I think they're the team to beat at this point. We can safely say it's the off a doubt. They have dismissed all the teams that they came up against except for today against St. Lucia. But overall, they have played tremendous cricket. So while we're still on the topic of cricket, let's take a look at international test cricket between England and India. So what's been going on in that match? England won the toss, put India into bat. India was scattered out basically for 191. Virat Kohli made 50. Chandu Takor 57 in the first. That was in the first inning. Holly Robinson got three for 38. Chris Oakes four for 55. England first inning. They made 290 all out. Holly Pope with a very, very good knock of 81. Chris Oakes also with the bat made 50. Umish Yadis 3 for 76. Jadeja 2 for 36. And Bumrah 2 for 67. India back into bat made 270 for 3. Rohit Sharma 127. Cheswar Pujara 61. Holly Robinson got 2 for 67. And India is currently leading by 171 runs. And here is the kicker to this. This is Rohit Sharma, first century outside of India, out of all these eight centuries that he has made. This is the first test century he has ever made on foreign soil. How do you feel about this match, Mikhail? All right, to me, it's more leading towards today's day three, the end of day three, so we have two more days yeah. of cricket. Double wickets down, in hand, 171 runs leading. You know what I've realized with this game, so far based on watching it, the first session of each day is very critical because when with the ball swinging, like it's very hard to place. It's in, right now I'll say, it's in India's favor. I'll give them an edge, not much, not by much, but India's favor with 171 runs lead, seven wickets in hand. I'm sure they can put on 250 plus, even 300 runs. And in those conditions in England with their world-class bowling that they have with Bumrah, I think it's in their hands to lose. What say you? I agree with you. I think if India gets anything over 300, it's going to be an uphill battle for the England batting lineup. That's all they need. 300 in... English condition literally guarantee a win. Yeah, and uh, I would love to see Virat Kohli come and continue his masterclass from the first innings. Um, I want him to I get wouldn't some... call that a masterclass. 
I wouldn't call it a masterclass, but why not? Fifty runs is a masterclass. In the condition, he was the top scorer, so it's showing that it, it wasn't easy to get runs, and he was the best player in that. He wasn't in, the top scorer under the condition that he was playing in, because as I said, batting early in England with the ball swinging, when the tail end came, he was the conditions died down, and it's more the ball was moving less, so he was able to just swing his bat and make some runs. <laughs> What do you call it? What do you call it? A world class. Well, not world class inning, but um, a very good innings in this situation. Yes, a yes. uh, needed inning. Yes, with the I team see. crumbling around him. Exactly, I agree with you hundred percent. And he's currently not out on twenty-two, I think. Yes, not so out twenty-two, not out. Hopefully, he can push on to make a century. Cause he hasn't made. He hasn't really done anything in this series. He's been struggling. So hopefully, that can change. And you know he's the best Batman to ever live, so. <laughs> one off, one off, one off. <laughs> I stamped him as the best ever. One off. All right, with that said, so let's segue into football now. So, uh, Jamaica versus Mexico. So, on September 2nd, 2001, Jamaica played Mexico in their first World Cup qualifying match. And the match was played at the Azteca. When Mexico grabbed a late winner, winning the game 2-1. Goals came from Alexia Vargas in the 58th minute. And Jamaica equalized through Shamar Nicholson's on the 65th minute. And then Mexico won the game with a goal from Henry Martin. Wow, what a game that was. What was... Your take on that game, Renaja? My take on that game is I think our players need a better coach. Fire the coach. That is my take. Before we even reach I, there, how was the game? Did you um because for me, when I watched that game, we came out very defensive. Exactly. We had 27% of the Mexico. Position. It was like big we men against playing, school boys. <laughs> exactly. We were defending for majority of the game. All I was seeing from our players was the long ball, hopeful, long ball, hopeful, long ball, hopeful. We could so not true. secure any position, play out from the back, get it to the midfield, get it to the striker. None of that was happening. Everything was just one long ball from defense up to the forward line and hoping that something happened. Something did happen, but at the end of the day, this is not the football we want to see. This will not take us to, to work up. In no way, we are going to end up in work up playing this type of football. Yeah, um, honestly, as I said, probably we need to get rid of the coach. I don't know, because with so many talent that we have in the squad, um, Come on, man. this team should go to the World Cup. I would say. I agree with you 100% there. They have another match coming up tomorrow against Panama. I guess we'll talk about that match next week. Trust me, it was very embarrassing watching the match. And when I saw just before the goal score, I was thinking to myself, Jamaica, based on the situation in the match that was going on, having less possession of the ball at 1-1 up to the 88th minute, I was saying if we got a draw from this game, it would have been a great result. Great. Yes. I agree with you. Henry Martin had different plans for us. And to be honest, we should be thankful that the scoreline was just 2-1. True, because, because I saw Mexico get the, some other chances. Exactly, all the game was playing. If we didn't have a good goalkeeper and the Mexicans didn't also make a couple fairly easy chances, could have easily been 4-5-1. Exactly, because when you look at it, Mexico had 27 shots compared to Jamaica's 5 shots and 7 of them were on target compared to Jamaica. One shot on target, which was the goal that we scored. Not good enough. That is my answer to your question. Not good enough. Coach needs to go. 
there's no way we can have it in our mind that we want to go to World Cup and the best we can do at the coaching position is a man that coached Tiba United. Come on. Well, persons would have said since getting the job, he has done fairly well. He has won Gold Cup. No, that's a lie. Didn't win any Gold Cup. Didn't win the Gold Cup. No, made it to the finals. To the finals against USA. Yes. This team that we currently have is one of the best teams we have in a long, long time. We had the opportunity in the semifinals to beat a USA C team in the Gold Cup. That's when I thought many persons were calling for it at that time because they said that the least this team should have done was go to the finals and we didn't make it. There's no way I should lose to the USA C team, not even the B team, C team. I don't know, JFF, if you're hearing this one, we need a better international coach. But you know what they're going to say? They don't have they can't money. afford to pay Exactly. Love Tapa as a farmer footballer but not as a coach no disrespect big baller but not big coach well let's see we have as i say we have a game tomorrow let's see hopefully we can come up with a win and get the big mo going with the mo- that's momentum so hopefully we can take it like one game at a time well we should have some of the international players being in the team for tomorrow so that should give us a boost i guess yes and with the inclusion of mikhail antonio which everybody's anticipating yeah and i hope he should start tomorrow and let's see what he has to offer the premier league hottest striker right now right now exactly. <laughs> right now for right right now right, right now right now because right now with the inclusion when leon bailey came pearson's were saying that with bailey we would have been a world team because he's a world-class player and so far he hasn't impressed me for jamaica he has done okay but not outstanding and so let's see what some of these players have to offer which are stifling jamaica wasn't the only team that had world cup qualifying match so tell us some of the matches that it was there Renaja also or some of the teams that we can look at when you look in Europe there's a few teams that we can pay attention to such as Spain Portugal England France all of these teams are essential to the World Cup that is coming up uh, France in my opinion is looking very shaky very what well, I would say out of it they seem like they are not the France of all and that they are now reaching a point where the glory days should be over. Portugal with Ronaldo, you know, anything is possible with the goal. And we, ha- <laughs> and we have to give him a bit special shout out, um, the now leading international men's top Quarry. scorer, yeah. 111 goals. And he yes. also was inducted in the Guinness World Book of Records for that. Yes. The goal so- keep going. <laughs> the goat with the asterisk. <laughs> no, there's no asterisk to the to goat. Well, one of, but then yeah, you can one only of. have one goat, right? No, so. you, no, you can't have one. You can't have many goats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, as it relates to France, um, they have a pretty good squad. I don't think that they're in trouble time. As I said, the last five games, they have yet to win any match. With that said, I think that they'll come back around. All great teams take slumps and build back and bounce back. That's what true champions are made of. I think that they will come back with the likes of Pogba, Mbappe, Martial, Griezmann. Very good players, world-class players. They should come around. 
and as I said, the defending World Cup champions, I think they will they will bounce back. I don't think they will. I think this is the end of France. I think France will be a team now that will make it to the World Cup and like England back in the days, drop out like in the round of 16. And that will be success for them. All right. So with that said, who do you have as your pick for your World Cup winner? You have anybody from early out? For me, the best, a call. Yes. the best team in the world will always be Brazil for me. Always. Okay. As a, I'm a Brazilian fan. So that's an emotional selection and not yes. necessarily... Yes, it will always <laughs> be Brazil for me. Okay, so we'll have this to go back to and let's see what happens in 2022. All right. I England is my team, but I won't say England. Let's see. Let's see. Anything is possible because honestly, England have a great bunch of players, but I am not a big fan of the coach. He doesn't seem to play the best 11 as far as I'm concerned. And with that, we'll never have success. So let's see. They went to the Euro finals and hopefully this time they can go to the World Cup finals and possibly win it. Okay. So with that said, let's jump into some basketball news. So Rajan Rondo, back to the Lakers. Who is your favorite team to win the NBA championship this year, Renaja? Any team that has the king. Which is and who is the king? Okay. Any team with the king is always a favorite. If they build one million super team and the king also has a super team, I am picking the king always. So for me, the Lakers are the favorite for me to win the NBA Finals. And I know a lot of people, the better have Brooklyn Nets as a yeah, as a favorite. But what a lot of people don't understand in basketball, you can have all the talent in the world, but leadership is very essential to a talented bunch. And I think that's what LeBron brings to this team, and also a person like Rondo brings to this team. I don't know if Brooklyn has that same type of quality leadership in their locker room. I would agree with you. Um, I would say favorites to win. If you look at it team by team, I would say Brooklyn Nets. But I am bringing in the Lakers, I know based on what LeBron James has done and is capable of doing, even though he's an aging LeBron, but still a LeBron James, and with the likes of Russell Westbrook to help offset some of those loads, and Anthony Davis coming into his own because a lot of persons probably have him to be in the MVP category this season, hopefully. The Lakers should and would be in the NBA Finals, that's what I'm sure of because I don't see any team in the West able to take them on. That's what I'm guaranteed of. But with the likes of Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving at their best, it wouldn't be an easy task to overcome. Not expecting it to be easy, but a lot of people forget that the Lakers is a stacked team. It's very stacked with quality players. Not just simple sit-on-the-bench players, but players who are going to make it to the Hall of Fame. All of Fame. Like, there are probably five to six players. Five players on their team we can safely say we'll be in the Hall of Fame. But right? that's what persons are using against them, saying that all of these players are past their prime and won't be able to keep up with the younger teams. Experience is always the teacher. Am I wrong? True. Or am I right? True. Okay. There's no greater teacher than the life experience. And trust me, I really like one of the biggest problems with LeBron James' teams over the years. When LeBron goes to the bench, his team's scoring basically goes zip. They can't and find... Don't, don't forget that that was also a team with a Kyrie Irving on it. Because <laughs> I keep on hearing persons with this notion that Kyrie Irving helped LeBron. He was the one that made LeBron win that championship in Cleveland when 
in 2016, LeBron led all five category statistics in shooting, assists, rebounds, steals, and block on both teams in the finals. And they're saying that Kyrie was the person who carried it. I wouldn't say carried, but he played a very His important part. part. Yes, but LeBron was the part, man in that very series. Important part. I agree with you, but Kyrie did play a very important part. We can't take that from him regardless. So, any other team out there that you think might be an underdog we can look out for? Yes, sure. You can definitely look out for the Miami Heat. Right? <laughs> your that team. Is a team. <laughs> That's your team. That is, that is a team a lot of people think when they made it to the finals in the bubble, it was a fluke and they can never do it again. And we are coming back with a chip on our shoulder. So be aware to all these teams in the East that think they are going to be just a walk in the park. We have something coming for y'all. So even what about the Milwaukee Bucks, the defending champion? You think that they'll make it back to the finals or have a chance? I would not count them out, but it's not easy for that kind of team to go back to back to a final. It's gotta be the teams that normally go to finals back to back. It's normally a team with two, three superstars. It's yes. Ne it's never really like a team with, I would say, one superstar and some role players. Yeah, bunch of help. That's so, true, that's true. It's normally teams that goes on to be dynasties. Exactly. It's always team with more than one superstar. So that's so true. I don't count them out, but I think it's a tough task. Okay. I also like the look of the new Chicago Bulls team. Many persons not saying that they'll win, but I like the team. They put a yeah, good team together. Yeah. I think yeah, they'll make some if, noise. If they click, they can be like New York Knicks last year in the playoff. You know? Yeah. A little noise a little noise around. Them, but nothing serious to trouble the true contender because nobody even expected the Knicks to reach where they reached last year exactly with that said let's move on to some track and field ah okay so this was the 200 meter diamond league where Christina Mboma finished first ran 21.84 this 18 year old uh, sensation second was our own Sharika Jackson who finished in 21.95 good solid run by her also shout out to, Sh to Sharika third was Dina Asher Smith in 22.04 seconds and fourth was Shakari Richardson in 22.45 seconds. And the question everyone that's on everyone's mind each time we talk about track and field, we can't go around it, is Jamaica versus USA. Shakari versus the Jamaican. And once again, she came short of the glory. Is there 15 minutes of fame up I would say it's too quick to call to say yes, her time is up because this is just her second race since the Olympic because leading up to the Olympics we saw the form that she was in and we all know unfortunately what happened that she was banned marijuana in her system which was on the banned substance and with that she wasn't able to compete at the Olympics which we all were looking forward to. But this is just her second race back since then. She's been hyping up herself and the media and everybody's been hyping her up. And, exactly. But she hasn't been able to live up to that hype. So I would want to give her some more races to see, give her some more time, and then probably we can make a fair assessment. But trust me, coming ninth and now fourth, and then Elaine wasn't in the race. Shelly wasn't in the Shelly race. Wasn't in the race. <laughs> so and probably... Even <laughs> other people who are such running as... Running fast at times. Talu. Yeah, such Gabby. 
Abby. Sean and Miller Weibo. Yes, that also run the four, the 400. She and was 400, in the race today. Yeah. Yes. So there were many people missing from this race that could have even pushed her. If they were in the race, could have even pushed her yeah. back in. If that was the time that she was still going to run, they would have pushed her back. My question to you now is, how many races will we need to give her in order for her to prove herself? Well, I would say probably give her another two races or so, then we can make a fair assessment to see if she's actually... She just a, if she's just a talker, if she's really about it. Yeah, but as she has said, at the end of the day, she's the sixth fastest female over the 100 meter in history. We can't take that from her. Although, there'll be question marks against it because at the time, she was using banned substance. No, persons... no, no, you can't say that. Uh, I'm a pushback. The time the banned substance was found in her system wasn't at the time that she ran the fastest or the sixth fastest. Time. But we don't know if she was using it at that time. I guess. That's you. why I would make that exactly. assumption that she was using it because okay. since, since she okay. has been clean, she hasn't been able to run any superb times. So we yeah, can we... make a fair assessment to say that she was probably using it to even hide something else that she probably was taking. Who knows? What I will say about Shakira is that she's a very talented sprinter. Can't take that from her. She got the talent, right? Mm -hmm. But talent with no commitment, the discipline will not take you further. It will not take you anywhere. And I think you have to earn trash talk. You have to earn talking smack. You can't come out the gate talking smack. You got to first be a winner and you have to dominate peers before you start talking crazy. That's right? True. Muhammad Ali. Floyd Mayweather, St. Bolt, Michael Jordan, all these people who people think have that kind of bravado dominated their sport. You can't come nine and talk crazy. You can't you can be the sixth fast or the fourth fastest in the world and talking crazy. You have to be the best. That's true. When, that's true. I agree. When, when you're not the best, then people go and let you know. And that's what happened to her. So with that said, I guess we have come to an end of another episode of Sports Talk Zone. Thanks for everyone that tuned in uh, it's been great hopefully we continue to provide great content for you to listen as you can also follow us on instagram at sports talk zone 876 many final words from you renaja you can also go to sports talk zone 876 on our streaming platform in order to hear our podcast all right so until next week again take care stay safe and, and goodbye